Archaeological heritage is irreplaceable. Once it's destroyed, it's gone forever and can never be replaced. We used to take it for granted that these temple monuments, they've lasted thousands of years, they'll last thousands of years more. But that's not true anymore. The cultural heritage of the Middle East is under threat from war, from looting. The population is exploding and the weather patterns are changing and naturally occurring decay is happening too. It's necessary that we capture this information now while it still exists before it is lost due to the deterioration of the physical structures themselves. All of the major accomplishments that define our own civilization today originated in the ancient Middle East. So researching those things, uncovering that history of development is perhaps the most important thing we can do. The Oriental Institute's mission is to explore the ancient civilizations of the Middle East from about 10,000 years ago up through the 17th century. From the very beginning, Breasted had this idea that there should be really serious scientific recording of the monuments in order to understand the content of the inscribed walls, that we had to do the finest copying possible utilizing photography as well as very precise line drawings that clarified information that you couldn't see in the photograph. It's not just a sketch, it's not a simple drawing, it is a record that has been drawn and then taken through this exhaustive series of cross-checks. Within the limitations of the medium, it is as close as possible to an actual facsimile of the wall surface. We're now almost 100 years after Breasted founded the Institute. And our mission and what we do has changed a lot since then. For a long time, research has focused on tombs and temples and stone monuments and actually understanding what the ancient towns and cities were like, what did they look like, what were the different components, how did they develop over time, is something that's much less understood. We are actually doing what we call an open area excavation. So we define our limits of the excavation zone. And then, of course, we, we record every layer, every structure and every wall. We do advanced digital photography to make highly accurate digital records of these things so they can aid us in reconstructing them. The new thing we started this year is what we call photogrammetry. It basically involves only a good camera taking a lot of pictures, putting it into a software which assembles these pictures and creates a 3D model, which is a really helpful to, to speed up the recording process of the archaeological remains. We have also sponsored conservation and restoration programs in addition to the documentation. We try to be very, very careful in not adding anything new that is not absolutely necessary for the structural integrity. So that is in order to preserve the historic core of the structures. As part of our conservation program, we have sponsored a series of training programs aimed specifically for Egyptian conservation students who are fresh out of school, who have had no field experience. The conservators that we are training are Egypt's future because maintenance is never-ending. Some treatments done now will have to be done again down the road. 
We have a team of six Egyptian specialists. They are extremely good archaeologists. They're excavating, they're using the trowel and the brush, and they really work on multiple sites all year long. We also employ a large workforce of between 20 and 40 men from local villages. A lot of it is still manual labor. We can't use any machinery here. That's completely impossible on an archaeological site. Our ultimate goal is to make the local capacity for preserving the heritage so strong that they don't even need us anymore. And I'd love it when that day happens because there'll be other countries where we'll need to work anyway. We have a huge moral and ethical obligation to the places that allow us in as their guests to work there. And we have to give something back. And we give back in a lot of ways. Everything that we do to maintain the ancient monuments here directly supports the local economy. The Oriental Institute excavated Persepolis, one of the capitals of the Persian Empire. And today that's the most visited tourist attraction in Iran. It's also a very important source of national pride and national identity. Another component of what we do is educational signage in the temple precincts where we work. Our signs feature text in English and in Arabic. We're trying to educate people to value what they have, teaching them how to explore it, teaching them how to preserve it for the future. We have about 500 of our books that publish the results of our discoveries. Those are also available in PDF format for free download from the Oriental Institute publications website. It's this idea that the Oriental Institute has promulgated that scientific data should be free to everyone. We have under one roof what I call a critical mass of scholarship where we have researchers in archeology, span in ancient history, in textual studies, in comparative languages and in art history for all of the key regions of the ancient Middle East. And it's only a place like the Oriental Institute where we have the kinds of financial support, these endowments that allow us to undertake large-scale, long-term projects that will yield results almost no one else would be able to do. We're able to develop a partnership of discovery with our donors and supporters that enables us to make discoveries that completely change the way we view and understand the ancient world.